0: guys, welcome to the 20 more podcast, Three Circle Church. My name's Chris Bell. I have the honor of being the lead pastor here at this amazing church and joining us on the podcast today to talk about, to discuss, and to celebrate the first 20 years of Three Circle and what's coming next, 20 more. I have Trey Sullins, Dr. Trey Sullins in the house. <laughs> what's going on? Trey, family pastor here at Three Circle. And then we have Miss Brittany Hogan.
1: Hello. Glad uh, to be here.
0: And you have worn... Many hat. Is there a hat at Three Circle Church that you have not worn, my friend? Not
1: worship anything.
0: Not worship. Yes. And you haven't. And you didn't take my job. So I did so not take your job. Good to go. But you've done all the others. So, hey, we're just going to dive in because both of you, uh, Trey, you've been with us now coming up on four years. Going on four. Going on four wow. years as our family pastor. Brittany, you've been at Three Circle for
1: closer to eight. Yeah, I you've think, been here eight, eight years? years. Yeah. Yeah,
0: because I just celebrated eight, and you came like a few months after yes. I got here. Yes so we just want to talk a little bit about you know your journeys how you got to three circle why you said yes to this place and what what it's been like since then like what has it been uh how's it has it changed your life to be here how has it been to be a part of this ministry so Brittany, let's start with you because you came here eight years ago what made you say yes to move with your husband jonathan to the eastern shore
1: yeah well Um, You were obviously a big part of that. Uh, Jonathan and I, we were part of a church with you and Nan and um, some others in Pensacola. And when you uh, said yes here, we knew that um, it was a move that we wanted to make for our family uh, just to be um, serving with your leadership. And we knew that amazing things were happening at um, Coates at the time, Church on the Eastern Shore. And um, you had an opportunity where I could serve in um, a capacity with small groups. So I started with that and um, a couple other areas. And I could just tell immediately that this church was um, just incredible, just even even without uh, a lead pastor um, in place right before you. And there, there was still just such incredible um, leadership and just, um, man, I, I wanted to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, it's pretty it was an amazing place and uh, I was kind of often say about Church on the Eastern Shore uh, which is what it was called then that I felt like it was a it was a small flame that needed gasoline poured on it because you could just tell this thing is ready to take off. For sure. And it sure did. It kind of of blew us away just how fast it did take off. But Brittany, right out of the gate, you came in, and I remember you took over because that's when we were a much smaller church then, exponentially smaller, and smaller staff, and everyone was wearing a lot of hats. And so you came in, and we just kind of said, okay, because we we still believe this, get the best people on the team and then figure it out, figure Mm -hmm. out where they fit. And so you took over groups immediately. Yes. Uh, because pastor Russell, uh, stepped into the executive pastor role then. And, uh, uh, so you took over groups, but that wasn't it. You also yes. took over connection what team, connection team, and big deal
1: events. And that's when we launched true marriage
0: live. And we launched true marriage Live, which I still went when I, when I speak at conferences or whatever, and I'm asked, what do you think one of the keys early on to the growth of three circle? I say true marriage yes, was a huge yes, part of that. I agree. Uh, It was a big deal. Why do you think that is, Brittany?
1: I don't think that, or at least the people here had experienced anything like that before in a church setting. Mm -hmm. And they were so hungry for it Mm -hmm. um, just to have their marriages invested in. So it just was something like brand new that that they were just excited for. And I think just the coming together community aspect of it, it just was intriguing to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, man. And it took off. And we were, at that time, we did like three a year. Yeah. They were all full yeah. every time. Yes. Such an amazing thing. So, Trey, you, I call you the summer about four <laughs> years ago. And, uh, and it was amazing because we, we were looking for a family pastor, children's minister, that whole role, and a good friend, a mutual friend of ours. You and I went to the same college and didn't know each other.
2: I know, we did. Which is amazing. University it was. it was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. That's where I met my wife. It's so cool. You met Christy, who's also yes. on our team. And so I had heard about you and, and my friend calls and he goes, hey, and this is how God works, right? I get a call late at night because our mutual friend is nuts. And he mm-hmm. calls me at like 1130 and I happen to still be up sitting on my couch. He's like, hey, man you don't happen to be looking for a family minister. Now I've never gotten that call in my life. No one's ever called <laughs> and me. And I didn't and went, tell him to make that yeah, call. Yeah, randomly.
2: <laughs> That's pretty random. And I said,
0: y- you know what? Yeah, I actually am. <laughs> That's crazy. And I'm like holding the phone away from my face, like what had just happened? And he's like, well, I know somebody you need to talk to. And so he gave me your name and I call and you're, you were in Africa. Yes, on a mission trip when I, I called. was, and they were like, "He'll be back in like three or four When I'm calling your church office, going, <laughs> "Uh, yeah, I just just wanted to talk to Trey, you know," <laughs> and so you called me. I remember it was a Saturday. I was in a in the Walmart parking lot of Fairhope when when you called me back, and we started talking. And immediately, I just felt like, "Oh my goodness!" Just connecting, hearing your heart, hearing. You know you were an alabama fan which went a long <laughs> there way. it is i'm <laughs> just kidding it didn't hurt but uh so trey tell us why you said yes to move across the country back home in a way uh, to the eastern shore and what has it been like since
2: well funny you ask uh for the longest time Uh, I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico for the last 11 years prior Mm -hmm. to coming here. And had a great ministry there. I did. I loved the people. I loved the church. I loved the location. I loved what I did. And I knew God had something bigger for me, different, maybe not bigger, but different. Yeah. But uh, at that time, I was going through the doctoral process and um, I had had a season in my life where I was being very disobedient with my my schooling and what God has actually specifically called me to do. And everything was stale. I knew my time there was coming to an end. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, on this journey, I mean, you've been in ministry a long time and you always get phone calls. Hey, would you be interested? Sure. Hey, would you be interested? And for the longest time, I got those phone calls pretty regularly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I went through a dry spell. And I had many conversations with my wife going, am I done? you know is is does nobody ever want me yeah i was yeah. I, I didn't know what was going on in my brain but it became very evident that i needed to be obedient to my call to finish school and so i finished my schooling i graduated went on a mission trip and when i got to dallas and my phone was working i got a voicemail and it was you and yeah. i was like huh so i called christy immediately before i called you i'm like i, I got this Phone call from Fairhope, Alabama. I've never heard of the church.
0: Wow, (laughs) that was crazy.
2: I've never heard of the church, and I grew up in Mobile, and so I guess when I was growing up, it wasn't three circles. So I was not familiar with the church, but I was like, "This is the first phone call since I've been obedient and completed my obedience." Interesting. I've never heard this
0: part of the story. Yeah, and so that was it. Was
2: just really neat how God orchestrated that, and and that was part of my yes Mm. is that door opened and it was more of a role that I was looking for. Wow. Um, I'd been a children's pastor and I'm going on 20 plus ministry or ministry years. Yeah. And I would say the majority of those were in children's ministry. Okay. I did student ministry for a while Mm -hmm. and then just kind of fluctuated. I did preschool and I've done all of those ministries. And so I have experience in all three of those. And, and I began to, pray through what I wanted next. And I didn't know what that was. I always had these grandiose ideas of doing conferences and, you know, and, and doing all of those and teaching young leaders. Right. That's what I wanted to do. And I didn't have an opportunity where I was currently at. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I I finished up my doctoral work and got your phone call. Mm -hmm. I did not say anything to my mom and dad because they live in Mobile. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to get there. All of my family are here, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be honest with you. I did not want to come back home. Wow. I didn't want to come back home because of the culture, mm-hmm. the the culture as a whole, the Bible
0: belt, the Bible, belt Bible belt. Culture.
2: Um, gotcha. when I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico, there was a genuineness. Yeah, It wasn't, it we wasn't
0: experienced that in South Florida, right.
2: it no. wasn't widespread. Yeah of the Bible Belt culture. Mm-hmm. But in order for me to share the gospel with somebody, I had to invest and I had to spend time yeah, because they had better things to do. I hadn't Sunday. all heard the
0: gospel a million times. No, then, right? but they
2: were all Catholic. Oh, wow. So, so a
0: different type of religion. It was. Right. And
2: how in the Bible Belt, in that culture, you can go up to somebody's house, you can knock on the door mm-hmm. and you can say, hey, you got a minute There, I've gone up to people's houses and i've knocked on doors they they're standing right through that window and they flip off the light and they stand there and i'm going i can see you you're not in alabama anymore. i know and, and so we began to develop a culture of man it was hard yeah but you liked that i loved it yeah. because when they made a decision mm-hmm. to follow christ it right. was real wow it wasn't because they grew up in church mm-hmm. it wasn't because they they knew you know, that that's what they were supposed mm-hmm. to do.
0: That's that authenticity you about. Yes, and I so love that. So you were a little concerned. That. You thought I'm gonna go back to Alabama yeah, going, where what air,
2: in the world is going where on? Where people
0: play Christian yeah. and play church and all and that.
2: And I, I was tired of that. Yeah. I was tired of that because I served in I did serve in Southwest Florida, which right. was one of my first how I cut my teeth yeah, really a in ministry. Friend of ours church, John and, Cross. Yes. Yep. And he is a phenomenal human being. Mm-hmm. It was a tough ministry tough opportunity <laughs> there. He has since apologized. And and, and I <laughs> love that man and I'm trying to to help him, you know, yeah. with his new location. But yeah, right. He just took a new church. Yes, he Where did. Where did he end up? He's in First Baptist, Sarasota, Florida. That's right. I saw that. So I'm, I'm helping him awesome. track down some folks to, so to help awesome. him out yeah, there. Man. Then I left there and went to First Baptist, Jackson, Mississippi. Wow. And that,
0: Another tough one.
2: Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the most difficult times in ministry yep. I've ever seen. And then I left there and we went to Albuquerque, back. New Mexico. And we thought.
0: so, So, how's it been? So, you, you, you had concerns, but then you came yes, back. Yes, I did. And, and you've been here now. And now this is, I, I like to say it takes about a year for someone to really get their feet on the ground. It really did. But, bro, now, I mean, it, it took Brittany about the same. But there was a moment where we knew Brittany was three right. circle. Like it was her ministries right. were hers. She was leading. And you hit that stride about three years ago and hasn't. I you did. haven't looked back. No. It's been uh, amazing.
2: The journey right out of the chute was a little rough. Yes. And, uh, it always is. It it was really rough. You were coming in during a transition time for that ministry. And I wasn't who just left. Yeah, And so I had to make who I was as an individual and let them know that I cared just as much about that ministry Mm -hmm. and that I was serious about that ministry. Right. And I wanted to see success in that ministry Mm -hmm. just as anybody else wanted to see success. So I had a lot of proving to do to a lot of those people and those individuals. And, um, it's been cool was, to watch it happen, though. It really has been really cool, yeah. and I when when Brittany uh, last year when we were tra- you know transitioning Brittany on yeah, board. The two of
0: you for the listeners to no, know, the two you work together. now. We do work together yeah.
2: now, yeah. and so we use the the best of both of our mm-hmm. you know abilities Mm -hmm. to to do this ministry here. And when she started coming on board, I looked at her and I said, I I need for you to understand I've served in a lot of churches for a long period of time, and I've had some phenomenal volunteers. Right. But I don't know that I've ever served in a location where the mass amount of everybody we have in a room I would go to battle with. Yeah. Because they were committed to these kids here. Yeah. And they were real. They were right. authentic. I saw an authentic faith that I've not seen before when I served here earlier, right mm-hmm. out of this year. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, And when I grew up here in the Bible Belt, mm-hmm. I saw an authentic, authenticity here in this church, in this location where people love passionately. They love what they do. They love their church. And they began to serve in their church. And they wanted their church to be the best church, Yeah, that's not awesome. just as a church purpose, but as a whole mm-hmm. ministry purpose of the gospel that's awesome man. and seeing kids come to know christ and develop a relationship with christ and that you know when i saw that i i jumped on board with that yeah. and i immediately saw where this thing could go mm-hmm. and what it could be
0: and it's been amazing i mean you've taken the ministry into a totally new direction and now it's almost hard to believe just just how wide and expansive it is now and the new the team you have Uh, it's just, it's just amazing. And it's interesting when you look at, so the two, the two of you are so gifted in leading this amazing ministry and you're reaching kids and families. That's a huge kind of hallmark of what y'all do is that we want to partner with them. But if you look at the history of this church, 20 years does, it seems like a blip on the radar for eternity's sake, but as far as the way the world has changed, family ministry is a different ball game today than it was in 2000 when three circles started. And it's changing, it seems, every day. Brittany, you're in the middle of this. What what have you seen some of the big changes? Like what's different now doing family ministry, kids ministry, Uh, then what, even like what kids are exposed to, what they walk in the room on Sunday already dealing with.
1: Right. So with elementary age, K through fourth grade, you know, I think a lot of it is of course the digital access, whether it, you know, a five-year-old may not have a phone, but older brother or sister have a device and just the access they have to any type of, um, you know, pornography, any kind of inappropriate material is, is so deeply concerning. And there's that aspect. And then um, also just with um, just the, the Bible in general, like the Bible, the paper Bible itself being something like real to them, yeah. that it's not just like on their phone, it's on a story, t- like a story book, um, just, just kids understanding what the Bible is. Like when I was in elementary age, like that's when I was doing the Bible drills and mm-hmm. learned the books of the Bible and knowing how to navigate the word. And so that is just such a, seems like not, somehow it didn't carry into this generation that that's something that they start with at a young age.
0: Well, it's a post-Christian culture. It's it's almost like, Trey, uh, Alabama has become Albuquerque you it, know what i mean it really, In a sense, yeah, that's mm. that's what's going on yeah and it is a different ball game but you guys are excited like it's harder now than ever right but you two seem and your team seems to be more passionate than ever about so now that we talk about 20 more right like what's next i see a passion with you guys to go hey we we're ready we're ready to reach this generation Absolutely. of kids and this group of parents so trey when you look like ahead uh to coming out of the pandemic Right. I mean, you the two of you have led our ministries through some of the most pivotal moments mm-hmm. now in really human history. I mean, right. have the, the, the pandemic and all of that with technology. So where are we headed next? What's 20 more look like for family ministry at Three
2: circles? Well, one of the great things is, is I am so glad you asked. <laughs> uh, we just recently had our family ministry get away before our whole staff yeah, get away. And yeah. so interesting. W- I didn't, I, I didn't get we that. were <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> we were talking about what is the next gear? If we were going into the, the next gear to, right. to even go further, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that we talked about was developing a parental plan in everything we do, okay. every event that we do, because church is designed for 52 hours a, 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 year, a year with kids. That's a stunning low number. If they come every Sunday. Number, come right? every every, Sunday. Right. Which statistics so say they do not. we, we right, really right. work hard for those 52 hours a year. Yeah.
0: But it's not but enough.
2: But it's not enough because the parents are the ones who have the most influence. Mm-hmm. And if we can, we, we, we do a very good job motivating kids. We do a very good job of motivating them and getting them excited about being here and about what they're learning. Now, our next gear is getting parents excited about that same thing. Mm. So what we're designing as a family ministry team is developing um, in every event whether it's a fun event or a spiritual event, an A event or a B event, uh, any event that we are going to do as a family ministry, how are we going to do a parental tie-in? Mm. So whether that That's is great. questions in the car, whether that is sending home you know, an email to parents, we want to piggyback on everything that we do. We don't yeah. want a kid or a student to come enjoy the event, get excited about the event, and go home and leave the event here. Yeah, I want them to take the event home, and somehow, some way, I don't know the how. Mm-hmm. That was the thirty thousand view that we talked about. Is this is what we want? This yeah. is what we and want. And now
0: work backwards. From
2: We're that. working backwards from that, so yeah. we don't really know the legs to that. But mm-hmm. what we do know is that I think that's the next gear. Yeah, man. The next gear it's is great. to get it inside the home, and I, I know across the country there are churches trying to figure out how to get it in the home. There's a lot of curriculum designed for these take home papers and all these kind of things. But you ask any children's minister or anybody, they very rarely make it home.
1: They're in the trash can in the church. (laughs) lobby.
0: So you guys are trying to figure out how do we do that better? That's
2: part of the 20 more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had a taste of it with, um, you know, the seven months or so we were in quarantine and, we did you know have to learn how to do ministry very differently online we that was uncharted waters for us Mm -hmm. but it was still we had to realize at the end of the day it was in the parents hands especially for this age group to turn on the tv and actually engage and make it a priority and at first there was a sense of oh this is you know cool and new and then it it did it did and it's like okay so that what do we do to make the parents realize that that is necessary for them to lead them when the mm-hmm. church isn't open? Yeah, right. You know,
0: huge. So, so you guys are excited about 20 more? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Definitely. Yeah,
0: I can I tell I get
2: excited about a lot of things. But this is one of those things that, that I live for. I've, I've committed yeah. my entire life to do. Sure, you have. And so, um, really awesome. I want to invest in young leaders, whether mm-hmm. that's kids or or like uh, the ones sitting across the table. The ones sitting across here, the like table. Yeah. <laughs> I have tons of experience to bring to the table, and yeah, all does of that, that mean you're old? Not. What does I that am, mean, <laughs> Trey? I am. I We're am. We're the same uh, age, basically. So I'm the oldest in this room. <laughs> you are, and,
0: and I'm thankful for that. That's awesome. You got me by a year, man. Oh, <laughs> but man. The, the gray in our stubble is I starting know. to tell the tell, right? That's right. Well, I can't thank the two of you enough for saying yes. Uh, You know, I think the world of both of you and you're both personal friends of mine. And uh, I'm excited about 20 more as well. I think this church has had a history of incredible family ministry. But I think we're getting better and more effective. And what I love about you guys is you have been unwilling to just repeat the cycle and go well, th- you know, hit play and let it run. Right. You've said no. We want to. We want to reinvent and we want to get more effective and we want to get better at this. And uh, so uh, I just appreciate you guys. One so of much. the
2: things I, I do want to bring up because of the twenty more initiative and and what's going on here is. Another one thing that makes both me and Brittany excited is the willingness of our church as a whole to invest into the families of Three Circle Church because they are so generous. We are able to do what God's called us to do. We're able, I mean, it's just that, underwhel- that overwhelming support behind what we dream up. Right. You know, and the, the great thing about being here at Three Circle Church is the ability to dream, mm-hmm. the ability to, yep. you know, for you to look at me and go, I expect you to to push yourself so hard that there's a mess up, and that's okay. Just don't do that again. Yeah. But I want Let's you to not push yourself. twice no. the same way. <laughs> do not mess up twice the same <laughs> way. But if you're yeah. not messing up the first time, right. I mean, you're not trying hard enough. Yeah, that's part of our culture here, and so that's what you know? that's what I love yeah. about this culture is the fact that you're willing to invest in family ministry. That I'm passionate about. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, and 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 that allows us to be able to do what God's called us to do here, and and to, to be able to reach these families. Yeah. That's yeah. important.
0: we got a big job ahead of us. Yes. And well, well, yeah, yeah, ahead, And baby. I was just going
1: to say, I mean, there was that little break with um, my roles here. Um, you know, ultimately, like, I wanted to be in children's ministry because that's what I did in that's Pensacola right. with you and the team there. And so to be able to, I had a baby, came back, did preschool ministry for a couple of years, and that wasn't necessarily uh, my calling, but it was a great, great um, next step. Yeah, kind of and, an honor. Aunt. Yeah. And yeah. just children's ministry ultimately like was where I wanted to be and it's just super exciting to like be able to be in that role working alongside Trey and just I mean we had this huge opportunity with this beautiful new facility we mm-hmm. just built and granted we haven't been able to use <laughs> it in the last seven months it. so it's almost been a year since we've been in here I think yeah, or I, think so. I can't remember I think it has been has, I can't yeah, I has. don't know what day it is December
2: December <laughs> yeah. is when we moved in Was it December? It? I, I think, think that's right yep wow. that's right
1: okay so yeah it's wow. ex- it's so exciting it really is
0: yeah well thank, thank you to the two of you for saying yes to coming here and being a part of it and thank you for being on the podcast guys keep tuning in to the Three Circle Church podcast for 20 more we can't wait to see what's going to happen next and uh, we hope that you will take the ride with us so thanks for tuning in